Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to episode one, season two of Moms of Minis podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Lindsay. And I'm Sophia. And welcome back. Season two, 2023. We just had the new year. We just had the Christmas holidays. All the things. So, Sophia, how was your holiday? How was your Christmas? Oh, it was amazing, honestly. Like, I mean, the only thing was we were missing you guys. I know. We were separated all holiday, but that's okay. I know. <laughs> we'll see each other soon. It's been a long holiday season. <laughs> it has been, but no, it was really good. I mean, I, I couldn't have asked for a better one, honestly. What about you? It was good. It was cold. Um, so we were in Chicago during all the fun winter storms and all the fun uh, Southwest Airlines issues. Um, thankfully, neither my husband nor I had to deal with any of the issues. We all got there mostly in one piece. Uh, I did have quite a few delays going out there, but at least I got there. So yeah, there, there was true. that. And it was very cold. Uh, I think it was Christmas Eve, the high, the high temperature was negative one. Stop it. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It was like the kind of cold where you step outside and it just hurts. Like, physically. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> it was not fun. I was like, how do people live here? Like, this is, this is yeah. literally awful. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. In New Mexico, unfortunately, we didn't have a white winter, but it was still, I mean, you know mid low 30s every day so i would have gladly taken that (laughs) still a little nippy but yeah not that bad so i'll take it i just wish we had a white christmas but whatever it's snowing right now as i record this in my house so oh yeah it was snowing when i was driving home too oh nice yeah we'll see what tomorrow's like yeah. Well, <laughs> we have to talk about our holiday toy drive. Yes, we had we, we had our very first Moms of Minis toy drive, and I would like to say it was very successful. I mean, I, I absolutely we had four picnic tables filled with toys, like you couldn't even see the tables anymore, and yeah. everything was gone within like forty five minutes. It was crazy. Yeah, we had either slightly over or right about $1,000 of toys. And, you know, about half of that was our donations. The other half was very generous people's donations that we didn't even know. And uh, we were so lucky and fortunate for that. And, um, yeah, it was just we clearance shopped the hell out of our gifts so we yeah. made the dollars stretch a lot further than you know typical gifts would when you show up to the store and buy something full price so you know we probably had like two thousand dollars worth of yeah, absolutely toys there, which was awesome and yeah it was just really cool to see you know our impact in the community and i thought about it on christmas morning i was like i hope you know, there's some happier families because of our little podcast, and yeah, it was just really cool. I was so fortunate to, you know, get this experience with you and get to do it because uh, it just makes you feel cozy inside. Well, that was 100% your brainchild, so I will not take credit for anything other than oh the shopping gosh. and the distributing, <laughs> but... No, it was really, it was really cool. The only thing that was hard was 
like at a certain point we did run out of toys and there was more families who you know needed some assistance and that really sucked but i just tried to rationalize it by being like you know there's so many other toy drives there's so many other charities not just us but yeah it was a crappy feeling so maybe next year we'll push fundraising a little a little harder and try and expand it a little bit well now that we're you know in our second season maybe we're getting a little bit larger audience and you know we can get the word out a little bit more because I mean there's you know it's unfortunate that there's so much need and you know I wish it was not that way but you know that's Mm -hmm. the reality and I would love to help you know I think we helped probably about 50 families like I would love to push that to 60 or like 70 75 like I, I would love that to be our goal for next year is to just do more and bigger. And, yeah. you know, I, it was really rewarding to me to just see the community, like being so grateful and appreciative. And, you know, some people did bring their kids with them and seeing the kids like mm-hmm. so excited about, you know, like, I think you had like some like Nerf guns or something and like seeing (laughs) kids be like so jazzed about it or like (laughs) squishmallows or whatever it was like seeing those kids like literally light up was just so rewarding to me it was yeah it was just awesome and yeah I'm, I'm really hoping you know I hope you guys know like your shares and your likes and your ratings like really make an actual difference because by growing our audience we're able to do things like this and yeah you know hopefully next year it'll be bigger and better and it'll be thanks to you guys so yeah absolutely keep it up <laughs> so 2023 you know I gotta ask the the obvious question um so New Year's, what did you do this year versus what you've done in the past? Oh, wait, I forgot about self-care. Duh. What have you done for self-care? Oh, yeah. Duh. Self-care. Well, I was actually just painting my nails right before we started. So I saw. They're very pretty. Just trying to keep, keep myself a little girly. Um, you know, don't ask about how long it's been since I shaved my legs, but um, I'm going to pretend like I got Ooh, la, la. by having pretty nails. Lucky Joaquin. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's all the stubbles. Oh, God. (laughs) No, but, yeah, I mean, just little things like that, you know, keeps keeps the spirits high in the winter months, so (laughs) what about you? Um, Mine is I have been taking, like, long showers, which I know I've mentioned before, I've been taking nice long showers, and I've been trying to get to bed earlier, trying to get a little bit more sleep, Um, not just because I'm pregnant, but just because, like, I noticed that I'm not sleeping as well lately, so it's like I'm trying to maximize, (laughs) maximize right now, so, you know, going to bed a little bit earlier, maybe trying to get a little bit more, like, high-quality sleep. Totally. We've been doing the same. Like, I don't know why. It's just kind of been like a calling of like, yeah, let's just go to bed a little bit earlier because, you know, more sleep always helps. So that's awesome. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with more sleep. So now, okay, New Year's, what did you do before (laughs) versus now? Although you were pregnant when you were 21, right? Am I doing that right? 
I was gonna say, I've never had like a ball out crazy New Year's Eve experience. I mean, I honestly think like that's something that'll happen in like my 30s. Cause <laughs> right now, you know, we, yeah, I was pregnant when I was 21 and in the army a few years before then. And so, you know, it was like. What about last year? Oh. You weren't pregnant last year. Let's see. That would have been. 2022 yeah I the fact that I can't remember <laughs> tells me I was either like still so sleep deprived and like out of it or I either did get like shit based drunk I was gonna say you had that great of a time <laughs> yeah and I just like passed out on my couch but I genuinely cannot okay no it's coming back to me <laughs> you know what came me and Joaquin like made each other like a nice fancy dinner and there was definitely drinks involved so oh, that's nice yeah, I think that's what I did and then yeah this year Joaquin spoiled me with a three-course meal and yeah we just ate and relaxed and you know started off the new year with each other and yeah that was about it oh that's nice yeah well you? so I was not pregnant at 21. Um, (laughs) So I've never gone out on New Year's Eve. It just wasn't anything that really appealed to me. I figured Mm -hmm. I could drink for cheaper at my house. So I would have house parties. So we would be in our like little teeny apartment and invite our friends over. We would drink bottles upon bottles of champagne uh, there were many times we played beer pong, um, you know, got the big folding table out. There was one okay. time I remember this so distinctly because it was just so bizarre. Um, we were living in Raleigh in our little apartment on the third floor and we never knew who our neighbors were cause we were in like student housing. Mm-hmm. So they were always rotating and these like three people just like showed up at our door in like animal onesies and they were like, Hey, we're, (laughs) we're from, you know, such and such apartment. We're like looking for parties. Like, can we hang out here? And we were just like, yeah, sure. (laughs) And so these like three strangers were just like in my house playing beer pong. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, so there, there was a lot of that in my early twenties. Um, most recently what Nate and I would do, um, which we did this year too, is make homemade fondue. So we make homemade fondue. Usually we do a, um, Jarlsberg and Gruyere. So it's like a Swiss cheese and white wine and it's really good. And then I make like, we have like baguettes and roasted potatoes and broccoli and apples and just kind of like grays. Um, I did not drink anything interesting this year other than (laughs) sparkling water and unsweet tea. (laughs) And I was asleep by nine. Do you have like a fancy fondue maker? No, I just use my stove. Really? We need to invest in a fondue pot because unless it's like actively being boiled it kind of congeals but mm. yeah it's, it's still, you can make it at home fancy. it's really easy 
But yeah. So, so you didn't make it to the new year awake this year? God, no. I don't think I did last year either. <laughs> I'm, I don't remember the last time I stayed up till midnight, probably when I was throwing house parties. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's the way life goes, you know? I mean, I remember last year we were at my in-law's house for New Year's and they made prime rib and crab legs and they had like the really nice champagne and... Oh my gosh, girl. Austin was six months old at the time, and so he was still really, like, fussy and, like, grouchy. And I remember (laughs) all I wanted to do was, like, sit and eat my dinner, and he just, like, all he wanted to do was nurse, and I was so annoyed. So I was like, I can't even enjoy my crab. (laughs) And so So I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he went to bed at, like, eight, and then I went to bed shortly after, because I was just over it. Yeah. But this year, this year he was just, like, so tired. Like, they had been traveling on uh, New Year's Eve, so he had to get up early, and he didn't get a good nap, and so it was, like, 6 o'clock, and he was, like, already, like, I can't hang. (laughs) And I was like, oh, oh, no. Austin both, honestly. (laughs) Well, he did. He ended up rallying until about 6.30, and then he, he was down for good. Like, poor buddy, Aww. so tired. That's this little guy. Oh my gosh. You know, I felt so well, bad. <laughs> do you, you know, thinking about New Year's resolutions, are you a person who's really strict, like, every year, like, this is a big deal for you, or is it just kind of like, eh, whatever? Not at all. So, <laughs> um, I work at a gym, and this is our busiest season by far, which... You know, thanks guys, keeping me employed. But uh, I, I, I mean, I feel like it'd be one thing if people, you know, would join the gym and be like, okay, I'm doing this because I want to really make this change, and like I'm, I'm doing this because I'm gonna stick with it, and this is something I want to do for me, not just because it's the new year. But very rarely is that the case, and to me, it's just kind of frustrating um I don't remember the last time I did like an actual new year's resolution like I mean I have Mm -hmm. I have goals that I would like to accomplish but I wouldn't say that they're like resolutions necessarily yeah well I think that's like healthy because when you get this like you know rigid black and white thinking like you're either gonna feel like a failure or you're gonna become like obsessed with something that's probably not healthy and it's god especially like the gym diet thing like hey if you've been wanting to do this for a while and you're just taking advantage of like a gym sale or something (laughs) hey do it you know i get it me and Lindsay, we we get it we get the couponing aspect oh yeah but you know, hating yourself into a skinnier body isn't isn't the answer to anything. And this is coming from two personal trainers and, you know, a nutritionist who have a pretty vested interest in these hobbies more than other people. And uh, we're saying fuck diet culture because yeah. guess what? That doesn't prove results. Like you wanting to live longer for your kids or your spouse or something. Or that, like, hey, I have... Results. I have a pretty serious health condition that I'm trying to get under control. Exactly. Yes. Like, there there are definitely, I think, the 
weight loss goal at the beginning of the year, if people were going about it more earnestly and more genuinely, I don't think I would have a problem with it. But it is definitely like, oh, I'm feeling fat because I ate too much at Christmas or like, oh, I want to fit into my bikini for spring break or whatever. And like, not that those aren't, you know, good goals, but it's like you should have more, I don't know, yeah, more serious goals <laughs> as well. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I don't know. It's it's tricky because, like I said, like you keep me employed, but <laughs> right, you know, well, it's just. I mean, it's not like you're working for like Jenny Craig, you know. Like, very true. <laughs> yeah, but it's. I mean, come on, it's 2023, like haven't we all agreed that like bmi is like bullshit and just because like some outdated. number on the scale tells you something like you gotta redefine your goals about priorities like if your goal is literally like to lose a number on the scale that makes no sense because like yeah what if you lose 100 pounds but you still have diabetes like what the heck you know like well yeah not... and it's like it's different like saying like oh i want to like tone my body or I want to lift more weight or whatever. Like that's a more realistic goal and like a more attainable goal than just like, I want to lose 500 pounds or whatever. I don't know. It's, (laughs) I could talk about this forever. I I get so annoyed by it. Um, I know. Like we should, we should know that the number on the scale, like BMI doesn't matter. Like you need, (laughs) if you have a health goal, like reframe what that goal is and like why you really want to change. And, you know, well, another funny one, uh, another funny one that I've kind of noticed pop up in the last couple of years is, uh, you know, like, Oh, I want to do dry January because, you know, Mm. people are overindulging during the holidays, which I understand, you know, we've all been there, Mm -hmm. but it's like, okay, I'm going to like do, I'm not going to drink anything for the month of January. And it's like, how many people actually achieve that? You know, it's like, it's things shouldn't be all or nothing because it's like those stakes are so high. Like, okay. Unless you're, you know, have an addiction, then yes, you should. That's different. But if it's just like some like, oh, I drank too much in the month of December. So I'm trying to not drink in January. I, I actually saw a pretty funny TikTok and it was definitely supposed to be satirical, but it was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing dry, dry January. And then it was like, you know, the timestamp was January 3rd, like, you know, at an olive garden or something like, oh, well, I was having a, I was having an amaretto sour at, at olive garden. And it was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to drink for February, and then the next frame was, like, they're drinking on President's Day, and then, oh, well, I'm gonna drink, I'm not gonna drink until after, uh, after St. Patrick's Day, and, like, then they're drinking on Easter, and then they're drinking on Cinco de Mayo, and it's just, like, you know, it's, like, obviously it was supposed to be, like, funny, but, like, that's, that's how people are. Yeah, and I think, like, if you have to do something, like, cold turkey, like, that's probably a sign of, like, a larger issue. Like, if you can't control yourself in moderation, then I think you need to focus on whatever the root of that problem is. Yeah, maybe readdress some other things first. Yeah. Well, so I guess I'll ask, like, do you do New Year's resolutions? Is that something you... You know, it is something I've always done, but I, you know, definitely have never done it from, like, 
kind of that black and white thinking. I've always just kind of done it to like refocus myself and kind of look back and look forward. Like, you know, what did I maybe not get done that I want to focus on in the future and things like that. And so it's always like kind of a nice little like healing time for me in the past. I've like gotten magazines and like cut up and made like a little vision board. Oh, cute. (laughs) Stuff like that. I'm just like, just looking into the future and it's all all positive stuff you know I never want to like harp on anything negative that happened or anything like it's just like hey you know I'd love to get into this more next year and I'd love to put my energy towards this and yeah it's always a pretty pretty fun thing for me so so naturally I did new year's resolutions this year and then i made Lindsay do it because i was like hey we need to talk about this on the podcast so so Lindsay, would you like to share your new year's resolutions i forced you to do yes so none of them are diet related oh, thank God. <laughs> i want to lose 20 pounds by spring break um so i would like to be more present like less phone um I don't want to say I'm addicted to my phone because that makes it sound like way more severe than it actually is but you know I do notice that like if I have downtime I more often than not go to my phone rather than like reading a book or doing something a little bit more productive or like a little bit better use of my time so I would kind of like to refocus on that um I would like to read more books because I can't remember the last time I've read a book in its entirety is been (laughs) probably at least like six months if not more Um, and I love reading it's just like I don't know it's something that I have to like force myself to make time for Mm -hmm. and you know obviously there are not enough hours in the day first off but um, you know it's something that I need to carve out time for and I need to make it more of a priority. Um, I would like to be more productive for my classes. So not that I am unprepared as an instructor. I don't want that to, you know, be out there. But, you know, I used to have a backlog of playlists and workouts that went back at least like four or five months. Oh, and wow. it was like I was doing something new every week. And Mm. now I've kind of gotten away from that. So I'm doing a lot of like cycling and not that people I think have caught onto it because it's not like I'm doing the same one every week or anything like that. But it would be nice to kind of like have that backlog again, especially for when I leave on maternity leave and then come back just so I'm prepared and I don't Mm -hmm. feel like I'm scrambling. For sure. I think that's it. Well, and just a personal goal, a personal goal of mine for this year, um, is I do want to get some more certifications just to diversify myself a little bit. Um, I am looking at getting a Aquafit certification. Um, yeah, you know, I've taught it once, uh, and I had a lot of fun doing it. All the people in the pool said that they had a great time doing it too. So I think it'd be really fun to actually have that like in my repertoire and actually start having it as a class on the schedule and, you know, just kind of diversify a little bit. That's awesome. 
Well, yeah, Lindsay, you don't do enough to keep yourself busy. So you gotta do more. I know. Someone was talking to me. Well, you were talking to me today and told me I need to relax, but I was talking to my aunt and she was like, do you like sleep? Like, how do you have time? I was like, I don't. No, I don't know how you do anything. Like, This is why I don't read, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a pretty valid excuse for like why you don't read as much because you you know work pretty much full time and chase after a toddler and are growing another human and are a podcaster and a wife and so many other things. <laughs> you know, so, hustle. Yeah, you need to relax every now and then, bro. Respect the hustle. <laughs> Respect the sheesh, I guess. Yeah, when I was texting her today, I was like, you need to relax. She's like, I'll relax when I'm dead. I was like, oh my god, Lindsay. <laughs> but that's, that's just who she is, you know? She's a badass. Gotta give her, gotta give her that for you sure. Know, but life's too short, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> those sound like awesome resolutions, though. So I hope you're successful in all of them and gain some great stuff from them. Yeah. What, you're, what you're aiming for. What about you? What are yours this year? Yeah, I mean, I love what you said about, like, being on the phone. Like, I've really been working on that for the past few months. And, yeah, I mean, it's made to be addictive. So, like, yeah. it's it's tough. But, you know, I never want my kid to feel like the phone takes precedent ever. And so I'm really working on that. And, um, yeah, so one of my resolutions is to also read more. Um, I, I think I read 16 books last year but that that was also like you know info books like taking <laughs> care of chickens that counts stuff like that <laughs> so so you know I really I really count I really kind of cut my corners there sometimes but that's okay so my goal for this year's 20 oh my gosh how oh, I hope I, I hope I get there we'll see and um yeah I mean like something like you touched on like you know you used to really love reading like so did I and I was just thinking like why isn't that like magical spark there anymore that like I used to feel with reading and I was thinking about it and I was like because I like loved the content I was reading and it was like fictional and it was like magical so (laughs) you guys are gonna make fun of me but I found these like brand new editions of the boxcar children at a thrift store and it was like a set of like five i think and i read one of the boxcar children books and it just like you really like reignited that spark because i was like i feel so stupid to do this as an adult but like it really did like it really reignited that kind of magic of reading again and then even though after like the next book i read was about finances you know like (laughs) <laughs> it was still fun to just like have that passion again so yeah you know well kind of in the same vein uh I started rereading Harry Potter oh nice that's awesome see like <laughs> yeah there's things that like we make up rules for ourselves that like aren't rules so well yeah that's very true it's like I have the lovely birth book that you got me let me see what it's called <laughs> nurture so i i go between reading that and then reading harry potter that's awesome so it's like okay i'm like i'm being educated and i'm also being entertained hell yeah that's perfect that's all you need yeah 
and then my second resolution is you know focusing more on my mental health which i've talked to you like privately about but not publicly um yeah i just kind of got to a point where i was like this is not working anymore and my life is chaotic and unsustainable so i really gotta do something so i'm starting like emdr therapy which is weird so far and people kind of told me it would be like a life-changing experience in like a good way but like I didn't really think it was but I'm gonna keep trying well when you when you explained to me what it was like my first like I got anxiety just like thinking about it yeah that's funny yeah I mean it's really weird like I literally held these like buttons and had headphones on and like the buttons vibrated in my hands and then like so like my right hand would be vibrating and then there's a beeping in my right ear and then it switches oh I hate that (laughs) I don't like that at all (laughs) I don't know if you guys can see the face I hate that promised it would like rewire my brain and like that instant but I didn't really feel like that but I mean it wasn't negative so I guess I'll keep trying (laughs) and yeah I've like gotten on some anxiety medicine that I really needed and it has been a godsend for me for sure and yeah I think um you know continuing on this journey is the only way I can like seriously consider a second baby which I really do want I just know I can't handle that right now but I really want to have a second kid so I really need to focus on my mental health this year so that you know maybe next year I can be ready for a little second bean but um Hmm. yeah and then my third and final one is to just create more. My sweet mother, you've heard her on the pod before. Lindsay knows her well. Yes. She got me a new sewing machine. <gasps> Ooh! Yeah, I'm super excited. And I have some like old vintage patterns that I really want to try. And um, the only thing with sewing is I'm like a super, super novice and like my mom is my crutch and I need a lot of her assistance on sewing. So it's something I'm like not thrilled to get into. Cause I know failure is a thing, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll work on it more. And, you know, I just want to keep doing like embroidery, knitting, crocheting, all sorts of other crafts just cause it makes me happy. It makes me feel good. So, um, and it makes great presents for birthdays or Christmas or, you know, whatever holiday. You know, President's Day is coming up. Oh, you know. (laughs) The big gift. Something special. The big gift giving holiday. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, yeah, I have a super large goal in that create more that I haven't really talked to you about, but it's, um, me and Joaquin just started getting on this idea of building like a little earthship thing in our backyard. That's amazing. <laughs> but, you know, if you guys if you guys don't know what that is, you can look up like the Taos earthships in New Mexico. They're just these really cool, sustainable, off grid little cottages. But I I don't know why I just have this like weird passion <laughs> inside of me that just like wants to build an earthship. So I mean ideally we'd be able to do that in 2023. I have a feeling with real life um, 
you know, we might get started on it in 2023. <laughs> Completed in 2024. Uh, if we're lucky, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so just create more, focus on mental health, and read more. It's so awesome. Like you said, get off my phone, because I'm on it too much. <laughs> Definitely, I, I would love to be as creative as you are. I'm, I'm definitely not like I've, I've dabbled in a lot of different creative outlets. Um, I promised Nate a painting of the Albuquerque skyline about 10 years ago. And that still hasn't happened. Um, but you did do a painting of the Taos Pueblo. I did. But that was step by step. And there was a lot of wine involved. That's true. Um, that was very fun. And I tried to knit. I tried to knit Austin a baby blanket and it came out looking like a hexagon um <laughs> it, or no it was a trapezoid so okay. there, there was that um <laughs> really cooking is my only creative outlet but that's like a huge one I think you like discount yourself a lot with that like that's gigantic I, I mean, it's like, hard work and a labor of love and you have to have like, I'll find random ingredients and I'm like, I need to like ask Lindsay what the hell she'd do with this because I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, if, if I guess if you'd be impressed, I did make a pretty tasty Greek salad tonight using romaine lettuce or no iceberg lettuce. I was like, I'm wow. using shit lettuce and this is still good. That's amazing. I think it was the dressing. I think the the dressing is what made it because it was like not like super I don't know. Like it tasted like an actual Greek dressing. It didn't taste like it was like, you know, a mass produced Greek dressing. And I think That's the difference awesome. was the recipe called for one tablespoon of white vinegar in addition to an entire lemon juice. Oh wow. Cool. It was so good. Oh, it sounds really good, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm always down to craft together. I don't know if you'd have fun, but I sure would. <laughs> I don't know if anything I made would look good, but <laughs> I'd have fun doing it. Well, and I think, like, the key, like, for me, honestly, was, like, learning in my childhood. It's, like, almost like a language, you know? How, like, you learn it better when you're a kid. I really think, like, because obviously, like, sewing and stuff I try to do now, it's, like, a billion times harder, so... I'm definitely going to try and, like, indoctrinate Ellie early into the craft cult, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, that reminds me, like, this is going to be a peek into my, <laughs> my depressing childhood. But, um, so New Year's Eve, you know, mm-hmm. Nate and I were like, oh, let's, like, put on some music. We'll listen to Spotify, whatever. And, like, I don't know how we got on this, like, topic, but we were talking about, like, Radio Disney, and like I was like oh yeah like I used to make up dances to like these songs when I was in you know before school program (laughs) and he was like what and I was like yeah you know there was this the the artist group whatever that kind of like sparked this conversation was there was a group called the A-teens and like I don't know, you know, some focus group old man was like, oh, you know what the kids like? They like ABBA. And so it was basically like ABBA songs, but like made like poppy. 
like instead of like disco and this was like in er- the early 2000s and oh you know Nate was like well I guess when you had a childhood of divorces and eviction notices you had the 18s to look forward to oh my god oh my <laughs> I was dying I was like I mean you're not wrong it's funny cause it's true <laughs> So yeah, I mean that was I can't believe I left that out of my re my New Year's recap. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Mom. That's yeah. That's life, isn't it? Life in the fast lane. <laughs> You know, in case anyone's having a down day, just go look up the eighties. <laughs> Got Lindsay through oh, some stuff. Got me through some tough times, let me tell you. Oh my Maybe god. I can help you too. <laughs> oh god, I'm crying. Uh, well, oh, I think god. on that note. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. I'm, I'm exhausted. It's time to go to bed. Oh, well, well, we've got some great podcasts for you guys here. Yep, in season, season two. two. So. What? So keep... but yeah, if you haven't caught up on season one, um, definitely judging you. So you know. Yeah, and we have some bonuses oh. that are coming out. So take a look yes. at those. We still yeah. drop our pod every Friday morning. So look on uh, Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Music. Yep. Follow us on Instagram at Moms of Minis, Facebook Moms of Minis email momsandminis at gmail.com if there's something you want us to talk about you have a podcast idea you want you want us to interview you whatever it is just (laughs) reach out and we also want to tell you how to get stickers because we have amazing moms of mini stickers that we would love for people to have so please reach out have a wonderful happy new year a great start to 2023 and Tune in. Yeah, bye guys. Thanks for checking in.